Hi, I'm Dave O'Neill. I'm Kitty Flanagan, and we're from the Sweet and Salty Roundabout, also known as The, the junkies. junkies. So please tune in. If you're listening to Ingredipedia with uh, Ben and Emily, you'll probably like our show. Yeah. We do. We talk about lollies, chips, chocolate. Yeah. They probably talk about better food than we oh, do. They've a better got some, class of food. They've got some great episodes here. I've yeah. just been having a bit of a listen. Very good. In fact, I'm going to steal some of the ideas. Anyway, whatever. If you need a sugary break, switch yeah. over to The Junkies. The Junkies, where you find all your podcasts. This podcast was produced on the lands of the Wurundjeri and Wadawurrung people, and we pay our respects to their elders, past and present. An Nguyen Austin is a refugee scholar and writer who escaped Vietnam as a six-year-old with her family. She developed her love of food in refugee camps in the Philippines and having grown up in Texas, combines Tex-Mex flavours with her family's flavours. Ahn is a cooking instructor at Free to Feed, a social enterprise creating empowering employment opportunities for people seeking asylum and refugees through the creation of shared food experiences. So we were very happy to open up Ahn's pantry. Anne, thanks so much for joining us. First question, what was the last thing you ate? I just had a a Taiwanese garfung. It's like a seafood noodle soup with the um, Chinese chicken on top. It's kind of disappointing. Oh, was it? Mmm, mmm, yeah. (laughs) Why was it disappointing? I just didn't have any... um, kick to it like no spice it was it's very uh the broth is very subtle and seafoody and then it's just awkward with the chicken on top of it but you know i had to douse it with like their ginger scallion i put chili in it i was like oh this needs like yeah it just didn't have any kick to it yeah i always like to add some kick yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Okay, what is your favorite Vietnamese dish to cook? I know you, you teach Vietnamese cooking and, and obviously you do a lot of Vietnamese cooking, but yeah, what if you had to sort of narrow it down to one dish, what would it be? Uh, bánh xào, which is the, um, the French Vietnamese uh, savory crepe. It looks like it's egg, but it's really turmeric-based. And um, bánh is a ubiquitous word for like bang mi, right, sandwiches, and then um, bang is also any baked goods because Vietnamese is monosyllabic, but bang sao, um, it has to do with the sizzling sound, bang and sao, sao. So when the French came, they phoneticized the language, and so that's how they came up with bang sao. And, uh, yeah, that's my favorite because it's a very uh, fun group dish. Um, it's, it, you have to eat it fresh off the pan. Um, you eat it in a lettuce leaf and with all the herbs and, uh, and it's got a lot of texture. Uh, and then I do this Tex-Mex pork belly inside it. And, um, so that's pretty much the fun of it. It's pretty social. Um, and you grew up in Texas from the age of six. So I, I'd love to know what your favorite Tex-Mex dish is. 
So there's this, um, like, you know, the little tacos, there's a, a fuel city is the um, gas station where you get those tacos. So it's literally a gas station, like on, on the interstate. And it, um, probably the ladies there would crunch out like a thousand a day or something. It's just, and they're, they're a dollar. And, um, so it's just tacos and just the meat's so flavorful and like just tender and it's made so well. And, um, and not in a kind of, uh, boutique way. It's just like lots of really nice food. Um, do, do you think Tex-Mex food gets a bit of a bad rap? In Australia, do you think we, we don't we don't get the the kind of um, quality that that you would expect in in Texas? Well, I don't think Tex-Mex was meant to be kind of quality. <laughs> it was kind of like more throw it together, you know, um, whatever. It, it has this feeling like it's flavor left from the pan from the day before that kind of thing. <laughs> so I feel like it has this kind of uh, rustic leftover feeling even in terms of spices. Um, so I kind of like it for that. Is that just, yeah, I'm kind of a low-brow eater. So, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're with your people right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Actually, I, yeah. you know what? I, I cooked fajitas. I cooked fajitas for my kids for dinner tonight. So, uh-huh. yeah, there was, there was some Tex-Mex in my house tonight. And, and yeah. that, the pan was, was picked clean let me tell you yeah scraped yeah. clean yeah yeah there's another great Vietnamese dish where um we use the uh the burnt rice as a bowl and then you serve the food in it and I think it's called um uh gum gum pie so like uh rice that can fit in the hand so mm-hmm. but you use that perfectly burnt rice as the the container and the thing you eat. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. So smart. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, we're big on uh, condiments on uh, mm-hmm. Ingredipedia. We talk about mm-hmm. condiments a lot. Um, what is your favorite or what is your most used condiment? Well, Vietnamese um, most used condiment is nook mom. Yeah, and uh, I-, I think you guys had an episode on fish sauce or some mention of it before. Yeah, the history of and yeah. to, to to Italy and yeah. yeah, so yeah, but um, fish sauce definitely is my um, go-to. Um, yeah, it's a lot of variation. I, w- I was in Vietnam just a couple of weeks ago, just in, in Hanoi and near Hanoi for, for a few days. And I was just loving how much there was just fish sauce everywhere. There was fish sauce mm. at the breakfast buffet. There was fish sauce mm. on every table. Like I, I, I'd love to p- petition to have more of it around, around in, yeah. in Australia. Well, the <laughs> other thing I really love is pickled garlic. Mm. Yeah, that pickled garlic is kind of really... So I usually eat pickles with every meal. So breakfast, you know, I have like something like sauerkraut or, you know, but pickled garlic is great in pho. And I don't know. Yeah, it's just like, um, I don't know, it's so good. Yeah, so as a a ready-made thing, I usually go with the pickled garlic. Yeah, nice. What do you have the sauerkraut on for breakfast? Oh, I do my eggs and then sauerkraut and kale. Oh, nice. What about your favorite ingredient in general? Oh, butter. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll probably live and die with butter. Um, the other second is peanut butter, which is my very American thing. I'm obsessed. Yeah. I'm absolutely obsessed. I've got like 16 jars on the go at the moment, all different flavors. <laughs> did, did you see that one with chili? Yeah, I got that one. So good. I was like, I'm confounded. I just feel like that's like disturbingly intimate for me (laughs) (laughs) bringing together all that sweetness of American life and I was like I don't know I'm not ready for this I feel I feel like because they made it public I just think oh that's really personal (laughs) that's really personal they they saw into your soul and put it into a jar and and put it in a store that's not fair (laughs) it's really personal I really think it's too much it's, it's like seeing underwear on the shoe rag. I'm like, whoa. whoa. Can I uh, ask what your favorite peanut butter is? Oh, the, the dark roast. Yeah. 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 yeah pretty standard. Yeah. Crunchy? <laughs> Crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, while we're, while we're being personal, this is, this is probably, uh, you know, not, 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 uh, it, not intimate, but a personal question. What What is your first food memory? Oh, my first food memory. Oh, I'm not great with memory. And childhood is so kind of, um, you know, don't remember anything. But because of the, um, so I have a return memory, which is, um, so when I returned to Vietnam, I had that breast fruit. I don't know if you know breast fruit. So breast fruit is like, uh, oh, we'll have to look it up what it's called in English, but uh, star apple. Um, so the star apple, when I went back to Vietnam um, and I ate a star apple, I was like, wow, this feels like it's an ancient memory. So I think that must have been a really kind of first memory for me of um of an early memory of food that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Mm, so, so it was, yeah, deep deep in there somewhere that you, you hadn't yeah. been thinking about. Yeah. And kind of fair enough, there was, a, there was a lot going on in your childhood. Yes, yeah, there was <laughs> a lot going on in childhood. Okay, and what would your last meal be? Oh, so butter again, French <laughs> butter. It has to be, um, I just kind of... And this happens when I leave Paris as well. Like, I go to the cheese shop and then I buy everything possible to eat on the plane. And I will devour everything in my bag that's the carry-on bag. And then, you know, because when we get off, you can't eat anything or you can't. So then, yeah, so I have this kind of, like, I guess just a lot of red wine and cheese and butter. Um and um, does that sound too boring? No, I don't know. No, that sounds yeah. absolutely delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lots of decadence. Um, you've you've let us in on some of your your breakfast recipes already, but if you had to mm. pick your favorite way to eat eggs, like if you could just just like the perfect kind of the uh, yeah perfect way to to prepare an egg, what would it be? Well, I'm always torn between sunny side up with soy sauce and lime or foiled, right? So my mom used to, to to make one for me and it was 
it was very dainty and it was very like having tea or, um, and I sort of have this kind of memory of, um, going over to, um, you know, my mother's friend's houses in Vietnam. And I remember like a tea set. So those egg cups. And so it kind of brings back that kind of, um, you know, I don't know, kind of a girl, girl memory or something, you know, extravagant to have a soft boiled egg. And then the way my mom taps it just right and like it cracks. Um, so that's kind of a, an egg experience, but the go-to is the sunny side up with soy and lemon. All right. I love asking this question to guess. What's the best thing in your freezer? So I collect a lot of chicken carcass, like from the roasted chickens for rotisserie chickens. And then I put those bones into my pho. So there's often like two extra chicken carcasses in my chicken pho in the slow cooker. And it gives this kind of roastiness to the pho. Um, And um, yeah, it gives it a really nice kind of, flavorful pho. So that's my little deep freezer secret to collect carcasses of chickens that are roasted. What is your favorite um, cookbook or recipe site? Like where do you, where do you go for your ideas? Oh yeah. They're called the, um, the ravenous couple is a Vietnamese American site and they, they are detailed. And uh, so I play off of some of their recipes quite a bit. And what kitchen tool do you like using the most? Oh, I like chopsticks, obviously. But um, I like the really long ones, so then I can really be really versatile. But, you know, I also break them to hold open baguettes so that I can make, um, you know, meatball sandwiches. And so I I just am very, very um, not secret about chopsticks. So I think they're, like, very utilitarian and so... I will just, I keep all the ones from the takeout and then I rework them. Okay. um, Last question. What is the next thing you'll probably eat? Um, All right. This sounds really strange. Okay. So, because I'm such a frugal cook, um, I have frozen the uh, hot pot broth that I had from, you know, last week. And so I'm going to remake that with um, my own little uh, noodle kind of variation of whatever's left over. So I'm just going to play with that broth because I can't seem to mimic it. And then um, I'm just going to kind of create a little laksa for myself. Yeah. Amazing. That's just smart. That's just like, (laughs) you know, that's just clever I don't, you know yeah. that you don't need to call that frugal or be apologetic about that you, yeah, if you've yeah. got a good broth you don't waste that broth yeah exactly Anuen austin thank you so much for joining us oh, um, thank you uh we look forward to sampling some of your vietnamese tex-mex treats at some point um and uh yeah really look forward to uh, to hearing what you've you've uh, you've got happening next okay thank you so much thank you emily thank you ben Thanks for listening. Just quickly, if you have an idea for someone we should interrogate about their eating habits, let us know by sending us a message on Instagram. We're at Ingridopedia or on our website, ingredipedia.com.au. See you later.